This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And I'd like to talk to you this week about intention and how we can use our intention uh, to get more of what we want from our life. And like a lot of things that I like to take a look at, um, there are usually some real strengths to these things that we hear over and over again. And then there are some misconceptions that get woven into them. And those misconceptions, a lot of times, um, they can wreak a little bit of havoc. They can cause a bit of um, uncertainty about whether or not what, you know, the the tool that we're using or, you know, the approach that we're trying to engage with, whether or not it's actually going to work for us or whether it works at all. And so when that happens... Uh, a lot of times people get, they either get discouraged and they think that something's wrong with them or they think that something's wrong with the way that things were, you know, spoken about as far as like maybe intention isn't a really useful tool. For example, could be one approach. Someone says, oh, intention, that's just a bunch of garbage. I've, you know, tried to use intention. It's never really worked for me. Or um, someone might say, well, other people are able to do it and I'm not able to do it. Every time I go to use intention, I always get something that I don't want. Or sometimes I get good results and sometimes I don't get good results. Um, and so how can I say that there's any kind of uh, real merit to this way of, of thinking about things? And um, when when we try to develop these skills that are uh, less, they're less concrete skills. It's not like learning to throw baseball or something like that. You know, there's a lot of things that we need to learn how to perceive in order to be able to really use the, um, the skill well. And what we are not able to perceive or what we don't understand is is often something that um, that blocks us or gets in our way or confuses us or makes us doubt our our direction. Um, because of this, it's it's really important to you know start to break down some of what you know tends to work or tends to not work um, with any of these 
kind of principles. Yesterday I was talking about working on, on one of my programs. I was talking about working with the concept of ease versus struggle and how when we move to ease um, or we think, oh, it's just supposed to be easy, this brings up a whole bunch of misconceptions that we have um, that got us to be struggling all the time in the first place. And so similarly, when we go to use our intention for things, it brings up a lot of what has kind of gotten our way in the past and why we might not currently be living our lives in an intentional way. And so, so just like I, I often talk about whatever it is that comes up for us, whatever our obstacles wind up being, all of that kind of stuff, that is all really good stuff because, uh, it, it is what helps us clarify and define and hone the skill that is in front of us um, that we're that we're trying to develop. So, with intention, one of the things that can um, happen is that um, we we start to go in a direction and we get more of what we don't want rather than what it is that we do want. Um, or we set our intention, but we don't really seem to get results. And a lot of people would talk about this as um, a breakdown in the or discrepancy between the conscious and the unconscious mind. In that the conscious mind is really just that tip of the iceberg, and then the unconscious mind is really the main, um, you know, the main influencer. So when we use our conscious mind to set an intention, um, we are, you know, in our mind, we're saying, oh, that's what I want. That's where I want to go. And what we're finding out is that, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff in the unconscious uh, category that is stopping us from being able to move forward. Um, and we can work with that unconscious material. We can work to, you know, we can, we can dig into it. We can rewrite it. We can use um, hypnosis. We can use uh, NLP. Um, there are a bunch of other techniques that you can use in order to start to clear out um, and get your um, unconscious mind more on board with where it is that you're trying to uh, go. Um, so one of the other ways to work with it is that what is coming up for you? So in other words, when you set out, say you set an intention, you want to, um, get a new job. So you set an intention that you want this new job and you want it to be at a place you really love to work and, you know, that you really enjoy collaborating with your coworkers and you have a great boss and all of that kind of stuff. So you set your intention for that. Maybe you do something. Maybe you write it down. Maybe you create an image of it, something or other to kind of focus your attention. And then you wind up, you know, shortly thereafter, um, either, you know, you, you wind up getting phone calls from jobs that are eh, not really so great. Like you're getting, you're getting response. You're, you're the, you know, you're getting people who are contacting you about potentially 
um, about your potentially working there, but the jobs are really just not at all the type of environment that you're looking for. So what you can do is you can use that as information about your unconscious, right? So if you, if you assume that your unconscious is playing a role when you set your intention, then the results that you get from setting your intention, you could say, kind of directly lead you back to some of the beliefs in, in your unconscious. And you can then begin to, to work with them. So to, to explain that another way, um, say you're going for this job, you really want this job, you set out, you're going to do it, you, you know, you currently have a job, um, and, uh, and all of a sudden you lose your job. So you, you no longer have that job and you, um, have no prospects for future jobs. There's nothing that's coming in. And it would be another example, right? You have this idea, you start to get behind this idea of, um, you know, this intention of creating a new workplace for you, uh, creating a new environment to be inside of. And then, uh, you know, what happens is, is you, you actually seem to go backwards. Instead of creating that new job that you so want, you actually wind up without the job you have now, plus no prospects in the future. So many of us have been in this place at some point in time where, you know, we've set our intention and what seems to be happening is actually the total opposite of what we set um, our intention towards. And once again, that can be a real indicator of what's going on in your unconscious mind. And the fact that it's not going in the same direction. Maybe more of you um, is like, I hate my job. I can't wait to get out of here. (laughs) Right. And uh, and um, if only I could have this is like if only I could have just like six months off to do whatever I want. Right. That has a lot that could have a lot of energy to it. And, and it could be a very strong, it could be like fed by a very strong desire, some very strong unconscious desires. Um, they could be desires to, uh, have things be easy, to be taken care of, to, uh, you know, uh, not to avoid or not need to deal with things. It could be any number of, of different things to, from, um, from positive to negative that um, move you off in a totally different direction than you thought that you were going to go or that, you know, you were consciously intending to go. And, you know, at that point in time, those are, those are moments where, you know, people can really, uh, you know, lose their, you lose their focus because uh, it is, it, it's, it can be disheartening or overwhelming or confusing. Um, and, and it's one of the ways that we can start to feel, um, powerless or like we really don't have, you know, the agency in our life that we want to have. 
So when it comes to, uh, you know, looking at intention and the, the role that we can, that the unconscious plays in it and how that can either, you know, support us or can take away from our, our ability to move in the direction that we consciously want to. So when we're looking at that kind of thing, um, as I said before, one of our tools is paying attention to what we get when we set our intention because that helps to inform us about our unconscious. And we're not, we're not stuck with, you know, we're not stuck with that kind of stuff. That's a place where people can start to feel helpless, right? Like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. I'm never going to make it anywhere. I'm always going to want it. You know, those stories, we start to create sort of like these, these conscious stories around the things that we see happening. But what we can actually see it as is a little bit more of, um, Almost like something to be repaired or fixed or, you know, one part taken out and another part put in. There's a, there's a bunch of different ways to look at it, but we basically want to reconfigure the way that our unconscious is functioning. Right. And so this is where it starts to get really fascinating as far as I'm concerned. So I talked about some methods that you can use to reconfigure um, you are unconscious, but there's all sorts of very interesting things that help us do that. Um, and some of them we can think of in terms of, you know, um, uh, they could be archetypes. They could be, uh, cultural patterns, um, like social patterns. They could be, um, uh, I- images, um, sort of like, uh, images of, uh, this, you know, success or happiness in the workplace or whatever. And just the same way that we can shift our mood from one place to another, we can start to say, Oh, I'm feeling really stressed and anxious right now. I actually have the ability to bring my consciousness to a point where I wasn't feeling that way and then begin to feel that new way in the present moment. So just like we can do that, we can also do something similar with the re- reconfiguration of our unconscious, right? So let's just say that the operating principle in, in the unconscious is lack and, uh, and, you know, so what would it look like? What would it be, um, a connection? That would be uh, not lack, but would be something that would uh, support our conscious intention. And what does that feel like? And what is what is what are the the principles of that? What is the, what is the functioning of that? How can I start to incorporate that into um, uh, my life? And it's a little bit 
uh, it, it's a little bit tricky to get a hang of that at first because I can, I can say that. And for some people, uh, that will, that will make sense. That will, that will land. And then for other people, that's going to sound really very abstract. Like how on earth do you do that? How on earth do you take, um, uh, you know, a positive principle or a positive archetype and sort of insert it into your, your unconscious so that you can be more, um, productive. And that's where um, you get a lot of methods that uh, try to do that, um, NLP being one of them, in, in my opinion. Hypnosis is also um, able to do that. Um, there's quite a number of different ways that uh, we can start to reconfigure our unconscious. But we actually don't need to use a method in order to be able to do it. Um, it's, it is while, while we use methods to make a lot of different changes and, and grow ourselves in different ways, we actually, uh, have the ability. It's like just a natural ability that we have. We had the ability to grow ourselves to this point. We have a whole bunch of unconscious material that we're, um, connected to. Um, for better or for worse, because of our family of origin, because of our, you know, um, the the way that we grew up, because of the beliefs that we just sort of unconsciously ad- um, adopted, all of that has been going on. We we've been um, a part of that process, and therefore we can also be a part of the process of bringing in new ways of thinking. And this is at the core of a lot of transformational methods. It's at the core of, you know, what helps people transform, what helps people heal. Is this ability to kind of reconfigure or rewrite um, the way that we are connected to, you know, information, intelligence, consciousness, you know, the world, you know, however we want to play that out. So, um, when you take a look at, uh, this, you know, the, this, this, um, ability that we have, right? Um, and when you actually, I think a better way to say that is when you start to see this transformation on, of the unconscious as something that is available, to all of us, um, and something that is a natural tool that we have, it opens up a whole bunch of potential. It really opens up the knowledge, the understanding that we can create and recreate ourselves in any way that we want to. So that's that's very exciting. But as it plays into intention, it allows us to start to eliminate the things that get in the way, starts to, um, uh, you know, change or um, uh, remove the things that stop us from moving in the direction of our intention, our conscious intention. And allows us to actually put things in place that will support us, that will, that will create, um, a strength in that area. But it require, it requires a good degree of consciousness. So 
that's it for this first segment. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'll be back after the break to talk more about um, how you can harness the power of your intention. Be back in just a couple minutes. Educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. We've been talking about intention, and what I was talking about before the break is the, um, the role of the unconscious and re kind of reconfiguring the unconscious so that it can be more supportive of what it is that we want um, and uh, derail us much less. And I was saying that the ability to restructure the unconscious is some a uh, skill is an ability that we all possess although and I must clarify this although very few people are able to um to consciously do that to to make those deliberate changes on um a regular and consistent uh basis most people um wind up doing it in a little bit looser um way like it's just not as as clear. Um, it's sort of like they're working behind their own back instead of in, in in front of themselves as they're doing it. So, but nonetheless, since you know we've kind of uh, we've in one way or another in my personal way of looking at things, we've chosen to you know carry certain pieces of. Uh, uh, this this unconscious material, um, we have that choice to start to reframe it. And this is where intentions can actually start to help with some of that unconscious material, right? So I was saying that if you set an intention and you have this unconscious material that is in conflict with it, you might not get what it is that you want, you're going for. However, 
and, and maybe you need to deal with the unconscious material, right? However, one of the ways to start to deal with the unconscious material is to continually use an intention because it's almost like going, it's almost like going, uh, going fishing for, um, this new way of, of, uh, being or the new way of the, the new outcome that you want. So, for example, the example that I used with the job, you're, you know, you're looking for a new job. And you, you know, start to move forward and you're not really getting what it is that you want. So one of the things that you can do is pay attention to what's happening in your environment and then use that to start to understand what your unconscious material is so that you can then start to um, work with it a little bit more. And what I'm suggesting now is that you can actually use the, use the intention itself to keep focusing on where it is that you want to go, but not just, um, not just like it's got to be like this, but, but allowing that new way of, you know, that new in this case, this job, allowing that job, the ideal job, to not only be something that is external to you, but also finding ways to support it from the, from the unconscious material that you have, or to start to link it to new, um, new types of unconscious material. Uh, so, uh, let me see if I can break that down as far as what that looks like. So you set your intention, you're looking for that new job, that job that you're truly going to be happy with, right? And as you're, you're looking at that new job that you'll truly be happy with, it, it's like at first, it's just the tippy top of that iceberg that I was talking about, right? And then, as you continue to focus on that and you keep, you know, bringing yourself into alignment with it, you actually have a whole bunch of resources, both conscious and unconscious, that can start to be harnessed by this intention. So in that way, the intention is kind of leading the way or it's allowing, it, it's creating um, sort of um, a, an accumulation point for these different uh, supportive conscious and unconscious beliefs, right? So you actually use it to draw forward these conscious and unconscious beliefs that will support it. Okay, so you see how those are two different processes. And, you know, now, just to back up a little bit, the reason that I got in this whole topic is because intention is talked about all the time. Oh, set an intention, do this with intention. If you have the right intention, it will happen. And all of that stuff's really great. This is really powerful stuff. Um, and... Most of the time we're talking about it in, it's almost in such a superficial way that it almost turns into, you know, putting together a bunch of words. 
or putting together an image and like that does the job or that's supposed to do the job. And, you know, sometimes it will feel like it does and sometimes it will feel like it doesn't. However, there there are ways to use intention that are, are quite powerful. And that's what, what it is that I'm talking about here. How we can start to sink below the surface of what we're talking about um, or what people are often talking about when they're talking about intention and, and move into what this is all really about. What is actually happening? Why is intentional um, intention, why does intention work for us? So in, instead of it being a mystery, oh, I set my intention and I had really great results and that's really awesome. And then I did it another time and it didn't work out so well. Oh, well, you know, it worked once. I'll try it again. Instead of it kind of feeling like uh, it's a little bit hit, hit or miss, uh, we can actually um, uh, start to hone the skill and use it in a way that is really helpful and productive for us by understanding what are the mechanisms that make intention work. It's not just the words, right? When somebody says, write it this way and not that way, you know, use positive statements and not negative statements, like, all of those things that has less to do with the words and has more to do with, you know, sort of how they are um, working with your conscious and unconscious self. Okay. So, um, one of the things that you, you know, as you start to fill in this area, as you start to see, you know, what's happening when you're setting an intention and you're able to more adeptly either say, okay, I've now set my intention and I'm learning about, you know, the opposition that's inside of me or uh, as you start to say, I'm setting my intention and I'm looking at how, you know, I'm seeing how many different resources I can bring together inside myself to support this way of being. So after you've kind of like you've you've done those kind of things, it really is a matter of practicing it's a matter of of remembering with all of this stuff. It's staying conscious enough to be able to implement. And, um, and you know, we, we, we can look at the development of consciousness over time and see that, you know, there have been a number of different developments that, you know, human beings have had uh, over, over time due to their ability to sustain consciousness at a new level. And this is... Um, an example of sustaining consciousness at a new level. Where we, once we know how it works and we have a little bit of a lay of the land, we need to remember in a given moment 
uh, or we need to remember in terms of, you know, regular practice to do this. Um, and our ability to, you know, kind of, to focus on this kind of thing and, and develop this skill over time is ultimately going to influence the type of results that we're getting. But it's really important to remember that this is a habit and a skill. So you learn how to make it a habit um, by working with the skill so that it winds up being something that is more of a default. And this will happen both with specific things as you get a certain part of your life on, on, on board online. So you've got that part. And you also, it will also happen more comprehensively in terms of understanding how intention, uh, will, will work for you in your, in your life. So another thing that we can do to help our intention along, to help our ability to set really good intentions is to um, be creative, to play, to uh, explore and challenge uh, boundaries. Because it is this process of um, creativity and exploration and playfulness that allows us to break through uh, our conscious limitations initially. So I can give an example of that. We'll go back to the job. So let's just say that, you know, I'm looking for this really great job and, and all I know, let, well, back up a little bit. Let's just say I'm not happy in my job. I'm really not happy. I don't, I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like who I'm working with. I don't like my boss. But I actually don't know what a good in work environment would be like. And that might sound like, whoa, that sounds kind of silly. But that actually is a very, very common circumstance that we find ourselves in. We don't like what we have. We think we want something else, but we don't actually know what that thing we want looks like. Um, because it's not in the realm of our awareness. So the way that we can actually get there, the way that we can actually get to this new place is by being creative. By opening ourselves up to uh, the inspiration that's all around us, by looking for things that are exceptional, or by looking for things that are closer to what we want, or that resonate with us in some way. And in order to get there, we have to break through. We have to break through where it is that or how we've restricted ourselves up until this point. And a great example of this when it comes to intention 
It's a lot of time when people are setting their intentions and they haven't really broken through. They do one of two things. One is they create uh, an intention that is, I, I want to say too positive. It's like everything, it's like flowery, everything is fabulous all the time in every way and that kind of thing. Um, or they can't stretch to come up with an intention that really works for them. It kind of falls a little flat or a little short. And either one of those can be because of an inability to really connect with what it is that they truly want. Right? So either one of those can be a, an example of how, you know, we're really not clear about what it is we're intending, where it is that we're wanting to go. And it, because we don't have that awareness and in order to break through our current awareness into something else, we need to start to be creative because it's the creativity that just launches us into something that we didn't know before. So I will be back in just a couple minutes after this commercial break talking more about intention and how we can use it effectively in our lives. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about intention and how we can use intention more effectively, what really makes intention work, um, what are the some of the things that derail it or, or leave us feeling like what we intended is not what we got. And what I want to say is that even if what we set out to get 
is not what we want, that doesn't mean um, really anything, anything negative at all. Um, there are so many different ways that we can look at that. But the process of using intention is a process of becoming more conscious. And the more conscious that we become, the more agency, the more power we have in our lives to create all of the different things that we want. So regardless of whether we're kind of getting the uh, juicy rewards uh, from setting our intention or not, we are very much getting the reward of being more conscious and aware and being a more active participant or uh, in our lives. And so in that way, it, regardless of how, you know, how you feel about intention, whether it works for you, it doesn't work for you, whether it's hit or miss, um, no matter what your perspective is on it, we know that even in its smallest ways, such as deciding to go to therapy or to join a personal development group or, you know, the showing up to a coaching session and setting goals for yourself. Um, all of those things where we say, I am going to do something, I am going to do something to move myself towards more of what I want, it, are positive just because of that, are helpful just because of that. Because it's showing up to our lives saying, I want to do something. I want to create something here. And I might not fully understand the medium that I'm working with, and I might not fully understand how to work with it, but I'm willing to do that. I'm, I'm willing to, to try. Um, and the, Willingness, that willingness to, to show up and that willingness to try and create something for ourselves is, uh, it's, it's a life, it's life changing. It, it is, it's the difference between the, um, you know, it is a difference between the unconscious life and, you know, the life fully lived. So I encourage you as you're out there, you know, taking a look at, you know, your life to spend some time, if you don't already, getting clear about what it is that you want. And you don't have to approach every single area of your life at one time because that can be really challenging. Um, but you can approach, say, one area that seems like something you'd really like to see some change in and, and start to move forward, start to, uh, try, well, start to move forward, clarify what it is that you're really wanting for yourself. Or be creative and expand and explore until you want it, you know what you want for yourself. And then practice intention 
in the way that I was talking about as either figuring out what it is, where are the things that are, you know, what is the unconscious material that's in our way, like understanding that, paying attention to that, and and using it to grow. Or to do something do something different and to use the intention to draw towards it more of the things that you're wanting okay and i i would suggest that if you're feeling particularly blocked around this or you frequently feel like you set out in one direction and get something else then i would suggest the clearing out mode first because the clearing out mode will kind of help you uh, it, as you're drawing things to that point. It'll help you kind of draw more supportive things, even without being being conscious of them. So, using intention to help us be more aware and be more conscious by understanding or by paying attention to the underground or the energetic or, you know, uh, supports for or Mechanisms, mechanisms, uh, the underground, the, the, the kind of the foundational supports, uh, for intention. That is, that is the name of the game. And without paying attention to that kind of underground stuff, we, wind up getting a very uh, superficial version of intention. It is a version that uh, it's, it's like um, fake food or, you know, the bubble gum version. And while we can learn from anything, by paying attention to some of these deeper principles, you're not only going to get more out of your intention or the way that you focus, you're going to get more results from using your intention, but you are also going to substantially strengthen your, um, your awareness of how you come together, of where you fit in the world, of how you interact with things. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We all have all of this different stuff that's working inside of us. And the more aware that we are of that, the more that we start to to like settle down into it or, you know, even settle down into it, settle past it the more that we're able to get this richness out of our lives. Because on, you know, on the surface level of intention, 
that I want this. This is the outcome that I want. It's very ego directed. Right? Um, which is, which is a fine level. Once again, they're all fine. It doesn't derive, it's not as satisfying as when we begin to move down deeper into things. So even as we start to move into, you know, deeper conscious and unconscious think thoughts that have governed our lives, that do govern our lives, as we start to be more intentional about the way that we're put together, you know, we start to see, we start to see how we can create our world. And And as we kind of shift through that material, we're going to get down more and more to the core of who we are and how that is naturally expressed or not expressed through all of this material. And it turns the ordinary life into a bit of an adventure. Um, as we're just as much being ourselves as uncovering ourselves, or we're just as much uncovering ourselves as we're being ourselves. And, and then intention can become something that we play with, right? We play with it. Because it becomes a way that we can work with our world, that we can hold our consciousness, that we can, can see, um, our ability to create. And, you know, similarly to if you're creating a, a painting, you know, you can see your ability to create a line. Or replicate something that you see. Or, you know, you, you can, and, and that is those, uh, that ability to create that line in a way that is smooth or a way that is, you know, uniquely, um, bent is the same kind of thing that we're engaged in in our everyday life. We are, you know, moving through all that. We're, we're taking that, you know, the paper and the pencil of our life and, and we're, we're seeing what it is that we can create with it. And it's coming simultaneously from who we are and from that ability to focus ourselves and create what it is that we want. So it can become a really beautiful, beautiful process. But like many of these things, it is, I mean, on on the spiritual journey, it is uh, settling into. It's settling down into, it's moving away from the ego level of the information and settling down into uh, the deeper, the deeper levels of who we are. So just for a quick recap before um, we wrap up for today, Um, it was about, uh, today has been about your 
intention and, and how it is that we get a little bit misguided when it comes to intention. We start to get stuck on it a bit more superficially than we need to sometimes. And some of the things that we can do are we can use the our intention to help us understand our unconscious material so that we can get more on board with where we want to go. We can also use it, like I said, to be something that draws uh, more resources and support to it as a way of, you know, really directing ourselves and moving forward. And then we can also use uh, intention in relationship to creativity. And uh, creativity is both the ability to imagine what is not now. And it is also the process of working with intention, being more creative as we move through our life. Right? So working with intention in a way that, uh, is, is both coming from the core of who we are and working with the materials that, um, are around us in a way that provides really deep satisfaction. The other point that I think is really important to mention here or to mention again here is that no matter how we approach intention at at its very least it can help us become more aware no matter how we use it it is one tool that helps us see more clearly uh what is going on inside of us and in our world so you can't really ever go wrong with practicing some intention in your life. And I would highly recommend, as I said, finding one area that you would like to see it change and starting to play around with intention and see what it is that you, uh, you can do for yourself, what you can create for yourself. So I want to thank you so much for joining me today on Real Answers. It's been wonderful having you. Um, next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about creativity. So I'll be talking to you about creativity, how we can bring more creativity into our lives. And uh, that will be next week on Real Answers. And I will see you then. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 